Hi everyone, welcome to our interview. Today I have the pleasure to be interviewing Mary O'Hagan. Mary is a well-known innovator, thinker, and mental health uh, specialist. She has used her lived experience of mental health problems and her extensive work experience to develop straight answers to the curly questions in mental health. Mary is also an international mental health leader with lived experience, and she's a developer of PSOne and the former Mental Health Commissioner for New Zealand. Recently, Mary has also published a book titled Madness Made Me. Hi, Mary. Hello. I'm very grateful and excited, excited to have you here. Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So, Mary, will you tell our members a little bit about you and your story? What has brought you here? Oh, what brought me here to today in 2014? Yes. My my story really started, well, the mental health bit of it started when I was about 18 and I was in my first year at university. I had some major um, episodes of uh, distress and I ended up inside the hospital. Um, now, I, I spent uh, the next eight or nine years of my life in and out of the hospitals and it was an incredibly difficult experience. Um, one of the things that the psychiatrist told me was that I'd never work again in my life, that I would never have a career like I was thinking I would have because I had a major diagnosis. Um, now, the psychiatrist turned out to be totally wrong about me. I've worked very hard uh, full-time for the last 30 years. So, um, so anyone who tells people that they'll, you know, they'll never be able to work properly again, needs to have their head read, really. Um, and when, uh, because when you when you heard that from the doctor, when he said that, what what did you think? What what was your reaction at the moment? Well, the my moment? reaction was, oh dear, I think I'll um, spend the rest of my life on a benefit, drinking instant coffee and smoking cigarettes on a sofa. Uh, and maybe uh, doing a bit of basket weaving. But after after a time, uh, I began to question what they told me, and I, I read a lot of anti-psychiatry literature and the literature, the early literature that came out of the movement of people who've been inside mental health services, and I got a different story about... You know, why do we get like this and what can we do to recover? Um, and that led me to believe that um, I might be able to do something with my life and that the pessimistic um, predictions of the psychiatrist could easily be wrong. And they turned out to be incredibly wrong in my case. And they do in many other people's cases too. Great, and you have been working now for 30 years and obviously yeah. very highly productive. You've yeah. even written a yeah. book. Is this I've your first book, Mary? Well, I've written one other book or a book. I mean, it was um, not as many words, but I wrote a book based on my Winston Churchill Fellowship in 1990 called Stopovers on My Way Home from Mars, uh, which is a, a reference to a, a kind of a belief I had when, when I was in the hospital once thinking I was on a on a spaceship to Mars, yeah, in right. the woman's dormitory. Yeah, ah, right. Yeah. So, and, and now you've written a book, Madness Made Me. Yes. 
way I to have. Book. Well, I I wrote a uh, I I started off writing a book about the um, the international movement of people who use mental health services and. I thought, oh, I'm going to have to go and interview people and I'm going to have to read boring textbooks and make references. And I thought, oh, look, I could get the same message across and write a memoir. And I don't have to interview anyone. I don't have to reference anything. I don't have to sort of um, construct a rigorous argument to defend my case. I can just say what I like. So that's what I did. So the memoir... The, the the memoir really the key message of the memoir is that um, you know that madness as I call it is a full human experience. I mean it's profoundly disruptive, uh, and I'm not pretending it's a nice experience at all because for most of us, most of the time, it's profoundly disruptive. But it is an experience that deserves respect, uh, and that's really the key message of the book. Um, and so the book starts with my childhood and goes right through to the time I left the Mental Health Commission in New Zealand several years ago. Right. And, and as an experience, um, this madness or mental health issues, um, how would you say, has it got anything to contribute to the workplace, in your opinion? I'll tell you what, you learn a whole bunch of life skills which you can bring into the work situation. One thing I learnt was persistence. For nine years of my life, I felt like I was in a boxing ring and every time I got knocked out, I got up again and then my opponent would just go and strike me down again. And, um, I mean, that can sink some people, but for most of us, it just teaches us to be incredibly resilient and persistent. And I think if you're looking for a workforce uh, and you have people with those characteristics that can only be a good thing from an employer's perspective. The other thing I think it really taught me was to be compassionate, uh, not to judge people who are going through difficulties, um, to really uh, be uh, have a sense of empathy with people, not to, not to be patronising towards them or to be judgmental or overprotective or anything like that, but to empathise with people. And, of course, um, in a workplace, uh, that can be very valuable, uh, particularly if you're employing people who work with other people. Um, so can I, I just say one thing? Is that yeah. if, if I'm just going to use a, one of those black hats. It sounds like very soft things that people with a mental health issue bring to the workplace. Is that the case? Like. Well, I think you've got to remember that that uh, people bring all their other life experience and skills to the workplace as well. So when you're uh, employing someone and they tell you, "Well, I had a I had a mental health problem," that don't don't just sit there and look just look at their mental health problem as though they're the biggest part of them. Uh, they bring many many other attributes and skills. As well. Now, the mental health, the fact that people have had a mental health problem, may may have honed some of those attributes and skills, and may have, um, you know, in my case, uh, really taught me a lot about resilience and 